Welcome to Queer Perspective, hosted by your favorite gay lesbian duo, Andrew and Noemi. Yay! Hello! Welcome back to Queer Perspective! <laughs> Hi. <laughs> It's like, I love that like it's a sharp change for us because you, yeah. it's like we're we're dealing with other issues that are not involving the podcast, and then we're just like, okay, podcast mode. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so today's episode is a doozy <laughs> for me at least. For yeah, me. I'm like I'm really excited. Well, I feel like you know what I'm going to say. Yes. I don't know what you're going to say. I don't know um, what I'm going to say either. <laughs> I don't. And that's the best part. Because, you know, I haven't really engaged. Um, so. You're going to unpack this tonight? Well, I mean, like... <laughs> I think the most is I'm going to unzip the, the, the luggage and then I'll just leave And then it. just kind of peek in? <laughs> and then, like, leave it in the closet for a while. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, any step is a first step, I guess. Exactly. Um, so we're talking about because today's episode we called it "Compsis." Am I cis, or do we just live in a society? <laughs> if you guys guess, it's a play on um, "Compet." Yeah, which plagues all of us gays, <laughs> all of us queers. Exactly. Um, uh, so the idea is like, well, what if there was a compass and you're just acting cis because society? And at this, this point, it's not a what if; it's there. <sighs> yeah, it's, it's there. there. Tonight we're looking at it in its eyes, and we're acknowledging yeah. that it exists. We're gonna look straight into the eyes and then feel awkward about it, and then look away. And he's like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> that just sounds like two queers flirting. Like, <laughs> Just look into each other's eyes, and then they're just like, "Oop, that didn't happen." No, Mm-mm. already reading too much into this. I gotta, I, you know what? It's a late. It's already. I want to go go in early. You know, I yeah, <laughs> I just want to go home. It's fine. Yeah, we're just friends. Just friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Okay. Well, I'm very curious to what you're gonna say. I so, just, okay. We're prepared. We have like four topic questions. Yeah. The first question okay. I'm going to ask Andrew so that he can like bless us with his answer. I, like, the thing is, is like I haven't really. So where I'm just gonna go through like I'm gonna like vomit my feelings. I don't know how I feel about it. We'll see. Okay. So first question is, do you actually feel cisgendered, or is that just the easiest option? And I know what I said like before, and I'm gonna say like it's the easiest option. Let's be honest. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> I mean, a lot of as like I I've noticed a lot of people during COVID, um, mm-hmm. due to the isolation, like YouTubers and coworkers, or some people has come out as trans, and I'm like, huh, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> and now I'm like thinking about it. Do I actually feel cis or do I feel like, I think the better word is like, the idea behind it is just like, cis is like default, eh, quote unquote. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And the idea is like, since probably, you see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know what my feelings about this whole situation is. I think it's like you're expecting some sort of like, actually. Big I reveal. Have a, I have this, I'm like, no, it's not like that. I feel mm-hmm. like, and I don't want to push that idea, but I do feel like my, the only reason I'm cis or I feel, or like act cis or dress cis, I don't even know what this is. Mm-hmm. Dress cis is because it's like default. It's, it's mm-hmm. default energy. You're living life on default. Yeah, it's like, you know, they gave you the settings and I didn't even bother to uh, change it. Like I'm going on the default font, mm-hmm. default anything. Um, and I think it's the, the real question is like, why? Why do Ooh. I have to do that? And um, that's a hard one. Sometimes I feel, me, I don't know. It's not like, and like this podcast has shown like, it's not like I had a constraining spirit or like parents that were like, oh, mm-hmm. Andrew, you shouldn't do that. It's like. Well, mm. I mean, your parents were open in terms of like your sexuality, but not necessarily your appearance or uh, gender things. You know, and that, to a certain degree, those are, like, kind of separate things. I guess. You're right. Um, And the idea of, uh, it's like, I'm trying to, like, dive deep. And it's like, I do, here's my whole thing. It's like, I don't feel I am masculine or buff enough or whatever to be considered, like, male, quote unquote, gender. But also, I don't think I'm, like for lack of better words, pretty enough to be female. Okay. So you don't think you're masculine or femme, like in your appearance? I mean, I guess it's like, maybe non-binary. But then again, I feel like non-binary is an interesting option, but um, depending on how you, like, what is your definition of non-binary? That's one thing. Um, honestly, I kind of see non-binary as being... It can be anything you want it to be. Like, as in... As a Capricorn, I can't relate. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need boundaries. <laughs> I think... Um, the way that I think about it is just... Sometimes, like, there are certain things that are attached to, like, being a woman or, like, being a man. And a lot of times, it, like, at least in the way... So I'll take it from, like, my perspective... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of ways that I look at myself, there is no way that I would, like, look at the things that I care about, my lifestyle, like, things that, like, matter to me and be like, ooh, I am a woman TM. Like, it doesn't, it just, <laughs> it just doesn't, um, it doesn't resonate. Like, as in, it's, and it's okay. Like, it's like, it's like okay in the sense of, like, something that you've identified with since you were, like, a kid like that's how I feel about it so I'm just like it's not really like a weird thing for me to be like a girl or like a woman Mm -hmm. but at the same time like I'm like I also know that I don't belong really in that category like when I show up to school and I'm wearing baggy like Dickies pants and like a baggy t-shirt and like a sports bra and I'm skating and I'm wearing like ratty vans like I don't feel like a woman and I don't think anybody aside from like my boobs like, I don't feel like anybody would look at me and be like, ooh, that's a woman. There she goes, being a woman. Like, I don't know. So, I, and I feel like, you know, in my interests, in my, I guess, outlook, things that, like, matter to me, like, I just don't feel, I just don't know if I'm, like, 
if I really belong in that category, like, you know? So then I think non-binary to me just gives me that freedom to be without having to worry about like, oh, I'm a woman, but I don't like cooking. What does that mean? Like, or um, like, I would think about stuff like in terms of like, ooh, like, I don't know how to cook. And then like, are people gonna expect me to like know how to cook or know how to like take care of clothes or like a house or something yeah, like that? But is that but just it's like, conforming to gender roles or? Well, I think, I think part of gender roles is what defines like gender, what defines like being a woman versus mm. like being a man. Um, and I think that like, because non-binary is such a new thing, it doesn't have any gender roles. It's not really gendered. You can just be, you can just be like a person and then that's it. Like, that's yeah. what non-binary means to me. Like, if you're a non-binary person who doesn't know how to cook, you just don't know how to cook and that's it. And then you have to order takeout every day. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> if you're a woman who doesn't know how to cook, you're like, you're a failure as a woman. Like, you don't know how to take care of a house. Like, there's all these like connotations. Um, if you're a guy okay. who doesn't know how to cook, like you're a bachelor, you're like waiting for a woman to Do like you... come in and cook for you. Like it has it has all these connotations that like non-binary just doesn't have, at least not right now. Okay, it's interesting because, but do you feel like your Haitian background plays into the part of how you identify gender? Because the way I see it, I mean, I've heard those kind of specific examples from people like my mom and grandma. Like, mm -hmm. oh, you're a boy. You should be doing more boy things or be more like uh, assertive or something like that. But mm -hmm. I've always, it's like, I guess that's where I go into the mentality of like non-binary in that sense. It's like, I, I never felt like I had to. I just like ever do that. Or like, I never had to prove anybody to anybody that I'm either masculine or feminine in your judgment of me. That's why, to a certain degree, like I don't feel a big push to be like, Oh, I identify as non-binary because I think growing up my it's weird because like my parents weren't super pushy on like the tr super traditional like womenly things. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't learn how to cook until like I started living with my grandma and my aunt and they're kind of like traditional and like mm -hmm. they're women like roles, but my parents really didn't care about that. Like I remember the first time I I I cooked because um you know, our maid, like in Haiti, mm. she was like, oh, you need to learn how to cook. And then I got burned from like an oil spill. Oh, really? Um, yeah. yeah. And then my dad freaked out. He was like, I don't want my kids cooking. Like, do not do that. Interesting. Um, and like, my mom was never like the pushy person. Like I, and the thing is like, it's weird because I also think like the outlook um, that my mom, it like, it was, it was confusing because as a kid, even when I was interested in like nail polish, like my school didn't allow kids to like wear nail polish until like you were like a certain age. So I wasn't necessarily allowed to explore those things anyways. So I think like the things that like were safe for me to explore were like books and like things that were like, you know, generally like girls toys, but then also like guy toys because like I had an older brother and like I did a lot of like tomboyish things. Like I remember growing up and like that's what my mom used to tell me like a lot, like in the way that like I dressed, mm -hmm. what I grabbed for, what I, like felt more most comfortable in like what I usually did was like considered like tomboy things but then I was like oh I'm just a girl who's a tomboy like I didn't really yeah. feel like because my mom like told me that I was like a tomboy I was like oh I'm just a different type of girl like I'm just a different type of woman I didn't really feel like I didn't fit in like the woman category now that I'm like leaning more and more and like that quote-unquote like tomboy role um plus being queer plus like not really caring anymore about like 
seeming feminine. Like, I don't know. It's, 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 mm. I mean, it's like, I'm listening to you. And the thing is like, when I compare, cause like you, you've pointed out that I listen to a lot of trans and non-binary, uh, he does. YouTube, YouTubers and stuff like that. And, but one unfortunate aspect of listening is most of them are white, white Americans. And mm. your expression of gender is very defined on your culture, similar to mine. And then which is sort of like, cause, and it's like our, maybe it's a Caribbean thing. And the fact that like, cause they don't talk about like, oh, the woman needs to be in certain spaces and the man, it's more like your how, what's it called? Performativity. Like how do you perform in public when it comes to this? Like, do you wear uh, female clothes or masculine clothes or do you have, your voice or something like that. And that's the way that I describe it. Cause I know like in, when I was younger, I think I had the exact same mentality as you because I gravitated more to like feminine things like, mm -hmm. uh, like girly shows, um, <clears throat> Sailor Moon. Oh my God, I'm a huge Sailor Moon fan. Mm -hmm. um, I remember, uh, I went, I would play video games a lot but I would exclusively play as the female characters like mm -hmm. Chun-Li or something. Mm -hmm. oh, I I remember I, I did little like five year old cosplay as Chun Li by clipping on um clip on tie oh, yeah. to my hair mm -hmm. and pretending to have the same like uh, the uh, the the buns that she would have. Mm -hmm. uh, so it is true that uh it is true that um that same mentality that I gravitated to more feminine things was um kind of like. Like maybe before I would think maybe, or, but I feel like it is very an antiquated view on gender, honestly, that the gender roles and that kind of stuff. And it was, it seems very patriarchal <laughs> but to me. That's the thing. I, I was kind of thinking about this like the other day and I'm like, what, and, and this day and age where it's like, it's becoming more and more on like unpopular for like, for a guy to be like hyper mask and like for a woman to be like hyper femme. Like, what do those, like, what does being a woman, what does that even mean? Honestly, like, this is At like this a point, topic, it's like, what qualifies you as being a woman? This is a topic that I, I would like to revisit, like, later in the future when we have, like, guests yeah. that's, like, non-binary. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be super cool. Here's, here's like, it's, I, sometimes I feel like it, this is kind of, <clears> like, we're too, well, I don't want to say cis, but too, like, cis passing, I don't know. Like People. my toes like, in the pond. Yes, my exactly. toes in the yeah. When there's like, somebody can... who's been doing this for years and stuff. Yeah, like that, where yeah. we just sort of like, man, we could, but you know, mm -hmm. engineering. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, because that's, but I have to be honest. But the original question is like, I do feel like I don't feel cis. I feel default that I didn't bother mm. to um, change my or like, and that's like the thing is, is like. When it comes to masculine people, I am attracted to them. But when it comes to feminine people, like um, I like to follow drag queens or makeup artists or something like that. And I'm saying makeup is an inherent feminine thing, but it's like old school it is. We'll say like mm. antiquated style it is. Mm -hmm. I admire that. I admire mm -hmm. people who could manage that Do you whole, admire like, feminine it, like... archetype thing. Do you admire it from like a standpoint of like, ooh, that's cool to like consume and like watch, or like do you admire it in the sense of like, oh, I wish I was participating in that? There, I would uh, a mix of both. 
how to make mm. us. Like part of me, I like I think it's always been in like a bucket list to actually like cross dress, full drag. That is something. But it's like the way I'm like, just say the word. Just say the word. I'll be there. I'll do it. Do you know how to do drag makeup? I'll learn. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Actually I could get somebody to do it. I know somebody that could probably do it. Maybe we should. Okay. But it has been like it's one of those things that it's like part of me wants to do it, but also part of me is like, how would I look? Because it's like I oh, don't Oh yeah, dude. That like, like when I when I dress like super mask, I'll have this like I'll look at myself in the mirror and I have to like hold myself back to not be like, Oh my god, no I mean like you look so like not pretty. Yeah. Like like you I, look I, just I, normal. And like for a woman, like that's like the worst thing ever. It's like like when you don't look pretty, like that sucks. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's like that's my mentality when it comes because it's like it's very easy to cop out as a man from participating in man things. That is super. Easy. I did that already. I'm like I'm not doing my man. I'm not doing stereotypical man things, quote unquote, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's like participating in feminine circles and female circles and in the it, that's honestly scary mm -hmm. and i would probably like i would look at myself and it's like i'm just a man in a dress mm. i am not attractive mm -hmm. and i think and it is annoying it it's i guess i guess the word is annoying that that whole aspect the feminine is very governed by beauty while masculine is more governed by activities like doing like sports and shit and mm. stuff like that like you guys don't care about what's on their face really or how they look. Well, I think I think masculine beauty is is a, it's physical. Like it's you only different. care about muscles and shit like that. Like working out, the actual activity and stuff like that. And that's all they mm -hmm. care about. And that's what they think people care about. When reality, I could give two less shits. <laughs> Fair. It's it, it, it's Fair. different, and um, and that's why I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm on default. I feel like I'm not participating. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm playing in the sports. It's like, no, you can sit me out. I'll sit in the booth for the whole game. Don't mind yeah. me. <laughs> um, and part of me is like, maybe I should have done like, I don't know, a more feminine sport or minute activity. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And a part of me also feels as like, this is too, because part of non-binary is like, trying, like low key, not like getting rid of those gender ideas, but also it's like not conforming to it, not, um, perpetuating it, like you know, gender mm -hmm. is an antiquated concept. Um, and I agree with that. I personally do yeah. agree with that. Whenever somebody like, uh, so I, I, I'm super into tarot. Um, and gender's part of tarot because there's like the kings and queens and stuff like that. But when mm -hmm. I do readings, I don't consider the gender. I just consider like. The vibe. Energies. The yeah. yeah. Which is like, uh, if you know tarot, generally queen vibes, here's a little tarot tip if you guys care. When you pull out a queen card, it's usually, it's about like self-sufficiency in the suit. And a king card is like mastery or control of the suit. Like queen of cups is self-sufficiency and emotions. King of cups is like mastery. So we got like somebody who's in control of their emotions and then like a therapist kind of energy. Mm -hmm. that's so i don't gender it but then like when i watch youtube videos of tarot uh people 
and they go into gender. Like, oh, you pulled out a queen, yeah. so it must be a girl that you were talking about. I, I immediately click off. It's like, I don't, yeah. I don't agree. And, and that's just one aspect. When people like gender things, which also is really annoying that they do that in Spanish, that everything has a fucking gender and you have to go la la. <laughs> is that like that in Creole too? Um, not in Creole, but in French, yeah. Yeah, I That's know. That's a big thing in French. It's like, it's always like that. And then, like, I have gotten also that kick, like, with little, like, parents or grandparents saying, like, I misgendered, like, flowers or something, Florida. Like, I don't know. What, mm. I don't know what, what like. No. Yeah. But, so. That's another thing. It's very, like, intrinsic in Hispanic culture. Like, even though I don't believe gender is antiquated, there is the concept, like, Latinx, which I personally, mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense. And it sounds like it was really? made up by white people. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, I, I can't, I don't. I, I don't know, know who, it, let so me go, let, it's like part it. of me wants yeah. to just Google word, who invented Latinx? Maybe I think, is, I think it's just to, to I know it's to, to avoid, to be inclusive. Yeah. Uh, in but it just comes off as like an outsider well, let me see well as an outsider it always made sense to me <laughs> i know but it's like it always sounds like okay it was first seen online in okay in puerto rico psychological and a psychological periodical to challenge the gender binaries and code and so it was deliberately done to do that <laughs> To say, like, yeah. fuck gender. Got it. Um, uh, this is from a Wikipedia article, so take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> but, okay, it wasn't, it was Puerto Ricans. Cool. Mm -hmm. Got it. <laughs> okay. It just sounds like, but I guess that is the intended purpose, to like, yeah. say, like, why is it so intrinsic in, um, yeah. in Spanish culture? And it's like, yeah, it is true. Like, I mean, I think, I think, I think, like, um, I mean, I guess about that specifically, like, one of the general, well, it's not really a complaint, it's just something that sometimes, like, pops into my mind, like, I'll think about how, like, people will be, like, um, will put, like, non-binary people last, like, they'll be, like, men, women, and non-binary people, the he, or, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, just say people, yeah, or, like, just, I don't know, like, just, we're all people. I don't know, but that's a very small aside. Yeah. And I don't. I also it's like I always feel like I shouldn't even talk about it because it's like not because it's like uh, but in the same respect, it's like I only put my toe in, and these people are swimming. I don't want to. Yeah. I, I shouldn't tell I how mean, other people should swim <laughs> when I'm not in the water. I again, like I, I share your, like your feelings um, when you were saying that like we should talk about this when somebody who's been like, who's identified like as non-binary for like a really long time um, comes on the show so that we can like talk about it. But I, I mean, as somebody who feels like I'm doing everything wrong, like, or <laughs> like, I feel like this is the thing. Anytime, whatever it is that I'm picking in terms of like what I wear, uh, what colors I'm wearing, what styles I'm wearing, how I style my hair, what piercings I go for, the fact that I go for piercings at all, um, what career I'm picking, like, it always feels like I'm choosing something outside of, like, my gender box. Mm. Um, it's, like, the, it, like, I always feel like, <laughs> especially, like, my mom, 
I think like for a while, like my mom would be like, you always reach for the ugly stuff. You always reach for like the non-pretty things. Your mom sounds oh, and, wonderful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I love my mom. Like she's, yeah, great. you know, she's, but she's a mom. She's a mom. Yeah. She's just a mom. It's like, do you always um, make the ugly option? <laughs> and it's like, yes, mom, that's my queer style. Leave it alone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it, and that's what, that's what it feels like. It feels like I'm always picking like the clunky manly boots that like, a true woman wouldn't pick like when I so I went to I was going to a club and then my aunt like one of my aunts like saw my outfit and I was wearing like Doc Martens and then she was like and she saw them like the next day and she was like did you wear those boots to the club and she was like what kind of outfit do you wear to the club and I'm like they're nice shoes they're Doc Martens like what's wrong with them and she's like no you should have worn like something else and I'm like, like I what? can't I can't like I don't know, like heels, like more feminine boots, something does, with a heel. Know, I don't know. Does she? Does she know your? She should know by now. But <laughs> then again, straight people, straight people don't know. Sh be, like I said before, straight people are in denial until you straight up it's until they have to face reality. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, it feels like like when I when I style my hair and then I cut it short and then I like you know right now I have the sides like shaven. Mm -hmm. Um. When I shaved the sides, like my, and then I did a touch up myself because I cut my own hair because I'm that kind of lesbian. Um, and like I, um, my family like saw me and then they were just like, I told you not to do that. Like I had that, like at least three people out of like maybe like five adults, like told me, like, I told you not to like, why did you shave it again and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but it looks good. Like I did a good job, you know? So it's like that feeling of like whenever I'm choosing something to wear, it always feels like the wrong choice by people who are like very traditional and like mm -hmm. their women role. Yeah. Um, and I can't always tell what is like, again, like, because I grew up just thinking like, oh, I'm a different type of woman. Um, not realizing that like, there's only really one right lane to be a woman and then everything else is kind of like side eye material. Yeah. Um, whenever I do something that's like side eye material, I get side eyes from like my other family. Like my mom is used to it. My dad is like, my dad has like never commented on like clothes that I wear like ever. So um, from that side of things, like they're used to it. But it's like when I talk to like my um, my aunts and like my uncles, like I get these looks that are like, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hello, I'm the family gay. Like that's just what I'm doing today. Yeah, it's like um, well, I mean, I guess that's a good sign for you. It's like, oh, I'm dressing right because the very traditional women are like like trying to like put me down it's like no no, no i'm doing it right i got it i got it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean true to summarize mm -hmm. i think that because i see because i grew up thinking that like there were different ways of being um a woman i don't necessarily feel the need to identify as non-binary even though when i look at other people that are like non-binary around me we have the same qualms like we have the same like how do I dress like um, in a gender neutral way? Or like, how do I break out of like that whole feminine thing? How can I stop people from like seeing me as like a woman, quote unquote? Like that's something that like makes me very uncomfortable. Like when people see me and it's like, they start like, I like you can, when you have boobs, like you can tell when people are like, they look at you and they're like, ooh, boobs. And it's like, when I'm not welcoming that energy, I'm like, please don't look at me. If you're gonna just see me with boobs attached to my body like it's it's a very weird thing um or like when you dress really nicely and then people can people are like oh you're a woman and then 
uh, that's like an invitation for them to like look at you or like give you compliments that are not welcomed or that are not polite. Like it feels very weird. So, but then again, like those aren't, I don't imagine that those are only, um, you know, complaints that non-binary people have. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that could be a complaint that like any woman has. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, I feel like, I feel like when I think about it, I'm just like, I'm just one of those masculine women. Um, I guess. So, yeah, I mean, and it is a tough line because it's like when it comes to the concept of gender and it's like who it's almost as like whose metric system are you going to use to compare the gender? Yeah. Do you, because it's like, I, that's like, there's a metric system that keeps evolving and it keeps becoming more and more blurred or more like a gradient than instead mm -hmm. of like, because there's like, when I'm thinking about like my mom or my grandma's kind of like view on gender, it's two, it's A or B. And you've already decided yeah. before you were born. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, the farther, and then sometimes we'll be like, oh, you're tomboy or you're like a little bit of feminine, uh, an effeminate guy or whatever. And now it's just being more and more like things. So, but like, then people try to tweak you. Like when I remember growing up, like when I was like a tomboy, like even being like that kind of like girl, people would try to tweak me. Like they would be like, be more feminine or like, be more into this or like even though like they'll understand that it's like that like you're a tomboy or like you're a more feminine yeah. guy or something like that like they'll still try to tweak you and like poke at you to like yeah. get you on the right path yeah i i got that yeah. a lot too because when i was in high school yeah i heard that <laughs> when i was in high school i used to have long hair yeah which is painful because if you know me now i'm a balding 30 year old <laughs> it's horrible the, the, how the mighty have R.I.P. Andrew's hair. I know, it's horrible. But it started falling out since I was like 20. Like, mm -hmm. ugh. Wow. It's like God really, because maybe it was the evil eye or something like that. Because mm. like, since I had long flowing hair, it was very mm. feminine. Very mm -hmm. I miss it so much. I wish I could make mm. it into a weave or something. <laughs> uh, but it, but I would get a lot of shit from relatives and other people. It's like, so you're trying to be a girl or something? And it's like, it's oh my god hair you know, my brother yeah my brother has long hair as well and like he got a lot of shit but it was like it, it wasn't like it wasn't like the thing is like my brother is a very tall like and he has a very like manly body That's, you know like he yeah. has a presence you know yeah but um he had like very nice hair like at multiple occasions like my mom has always been like oh like um you know your brother's hair would be really nice on like a girl like that would be like great is that supposed to be a compliment um well i think i think to a certain degree yeah because i think like it's more it's better for like a guy to have like an afro like which is my type of hair okay. and like my brother has like hair that kind of like falls down cascading on like Ooh. his shoulders and stuff like that yeah it's that kind of hair so um so yeah, but it was like, it wasn't like that feeling of like people being like, oh, you look feminine or anything like that. But it was like people being like, oh, you don't, you're not stepping into, you're stepping away from like your, your manhood by like growing out your hair. And it's like that feeling of like, oh, you're not being like the right kind of guy if you're like growing your hair out. Um, and that's such a, like a weird thing because I'm sitting here and I'm like, my brother is like six foot something. Yeah. Like, he has he like this extremely masculine body. and it's like, oh, but your hair. <laughs> What is up uh, with that? 
Dude. It's like that is like that like that that's like old school metric of gender and yeah. which is like unless you have like there's only two body types. Female it's the the bathroom signs. That's all there is to life. Yeah. And it's like if you just like deviate from them, you get a lot of shit from older generations and like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like like you're a boy. And it's like why the f- Karen, why the hell do you care? <laughs> Not Karen. Why do they care? And it yeah. is true. And it's like but then it's like when I compare myself and it's like when I compare to myself to the metric of old school, yes, I would consider myself non-binary because I do not conform to a masculine archetype and I don't bother with the female archetype. But like when I compare myself to like modern day like view of gender, I'm like, I'm just a guy. I'm a frumpy guy. <laughs> That's the way I feel yeah. like. Like I'm just like I'm a gay three, a straight four. <laughs> A guy. <laughs> I mean, for me, like, genuinely, a lot of times, like, I'll, I'll go out into whatever environment that I'm in, and I'm the only person, the like, wearing just the most non-feminine clothes ever. Like, I regularly leave my house in men's clothes. Regularly. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's it's not even, like, a men's clothes where it's, like, ooh, I turned into a crop top, and then I turned these pants into, like, these shorts that look so nice and blah, blah. No, it's, like, the most baggiest, ratty, like, anything that, like, any anything that a guy, like, a regular guy is seen, like, wearing on the street, like, I'm wearing it, but I look worse because I'm a woman and I'm supposed to dress that way. Yeah. But that's what I usually wear um, because I like to be comfortable. But I just, I... I don't think I've ever seen like another girl that doesn't or another femme person that like doesn't balance out, you know, a seemingly masculine choice with like a feminine like counter. So like, mm. for example, like that would be like wearing like baggy t-shirt with shorts mm. or just something like in general that like balances it out. And like that doesn't make you look super duper ugly as a woman. Um, like you just like, relaxed or like mm-hmm. on your off day but anything <laughs> that makes you look ugly is like no you can never ever do that but i regularly walk out of myself my w- walk outside of my house looking ugly is and it I, ugly like i just insulted it's not, myself it's, but <laughs> it's not it's not ugly it's like it's ugly for a woman like it's ugly for me to wear but i've seen people on like my my team like at, at school like regularly like guys like wear the clothes that all wear like literally to a t like there's this one guy we match on the regular <laughs> so um but i think for like for women it's uglier because you're like it's you're not supposed to be there's a there's a different yeah, there's standard a of like standard casual for when, women it's interesting because there's a different standard for women and always have to appear but like dude when... if you ever want to be aware of like that standard go out to like a somewhat like like popular place on like a friday night You'll see all these girls that are like wearing dresses and like heels and like bringing yeah, their ankles, course. like makeup, hair done, blah, blah blah. And there's some guy next to her wearing sweatpants. I kid you not. I've seen I that hate. So I was like, the, the, I've seen that so many. I have times. seen that so many. It's like I'm always the kind of person that's like I barely go out. So when I do, I want to put on a nice shirt, nice mm-hmm. pants and stuff, nice shoes and stuff like that. I at least try. Yeah. But some of these motherfucker men get wear nothing and they get compliments, yeah. motherfuckers. It's like, and that's the whole, <laughs> the face you make, and it's true. It's true. As a man, 
the less effort you put into your outfit, the I better. Know. Because that's more masculine. And that's why I don't even want to try anymore. Because I never got compliments based on my outfits or anything like that. Yeah. I would, I've never well, gotten compliments at all when it comes to that. What? I the mean, only I time I've like, act- Yeah, what were you going to say? No, I, I just... No, this was going to be, like, extremely gendered. I was going to be like, oh, men don't really give compliments. Exactly. But I take it back. I take it back. No, it's yeah. true. Men never do get compliments in that respect when it comes to, like, whether I mean, they're good-looking or something like that. And I have it, heard that a lot. And since I'm a gay man and it's, like, never gotten compliments, it gives me... I, I, I have a complex. I think I'm... I, it's like, I think I'm an ugly motherfucker. Oh, my I, God, no. I hate how I look. And maybe it's because I've never gotten complimented in my looks. The only time I've might gotten... I recommend yeah. therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, what am I gonna do? It's like I'm still going to therapy. It's like nobody ever calls me attractive. It's like, do you need outward validation? It's like, bitch. Yes, I don't. Yes. The answer is always yes. Yeah, it's true. The only time I've ever gotten compliment about my appearance is like whenever I But you want compliments from guys, right? Like not anybody, from... like, period. Anybody okay. that's not like not like like do girls? I, I normally I don't. Dude, like, oh. today. Yeah. A girl told me that my skin was glowing. <gasps> Nobody tells me tells me my skin's glowing. I mean, you could you said like you have a beard, so that's something. <laughs> yeah, I I notice that stuff all the time, but I also notice that like guys get very uncomfortable with people noticing changes in their appearance. I, I love that shit. No, they don't. I'll notice They're when stupid. somebody shaves. <laughs> When they get a haircut, I'll notice when they're growing out a beard. Like, oh, I notice man. when they have Normalized complimenting like, guys, goddammit. <laughs> I think, that, you know, the thing is, like, I think women have PTSD from doing that. Oh, because yeah. Because when you compliment a guy, like, they the guy is like, they... and so what? You think you're, are you into me? Like, yeah. and that's that kind of feeling. Yeah, normalized complimenting guys and guys normalize just taking a compliment for what it is. It's a yeah. compliment. It's not like they're coming on to you. Are you yep. kidding? I love complimenting people. I'm just like people. It's like nice shoes, nice mm-hmm. outfit, love your thing. Oh my god, it's like a great feeling. And it's like, and mm-hmm. then I don't get compliment, and then I feel like I'm the ugly duck. Here's me complaining. <laughs> uh, but it's true. And like, like I said, the only time I've been like outwardly complimented that I thought people said, like, wow, you're actually attractive, I was wearing a fucking polo and khakis. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> like, work shit. Work <sighs> shit. And that's like of the course, whole, that's the, sta- that's the masculine standard. Like, look boring. And I'm like, I'm already boring. Do I have to actually, it's like, I don't want the outside to match the inside. <laughs> I want to wear bright clothes to hide that fact. <laughs> and it's like, that was the only time it's like, I love brightly colored prints, brightly mm-hmm. colored clothes. But people's like, well, you're wearing something bright. I'm like, thank you. You want to hit me harder with that backhand? <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's just like the, the, the that's the whole thing. So that's why I kind of opt out because the only real way you can get compliments in the masculine circle is mm-hmm. to like be buff. And since I'm like mm. average, I just like what? step. I step back. I don't care. I just have a question. So yeah. what does that look like when a what? guy is like, "Oh, hey, fellow guy, um, you're very buff." Like, how does that compliment? Guys go? always do that. It's like it looks like you're making some gains. Or oh yeah, you're that <laughs> bullshit. Gym, bro. You've been to the gym. It's like wow, you've lost. No, they like I, my brother. Like my brother has a bunch of straight friends, and they do those kind of compliments. They notice, and it's like oh, you must have been working out and stuff like that. That's that's masculine beauty. Proof that you have been doing some sort of exercise or activity. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's like women's appearance, men's activity, and it's like yeah. 
it's annoying as fuck. Because like, I want to be judged by appearance, even though I don't feel like I am good at that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I have to do activity. And it's like, you know, I like jogging, but it's like, I do that to run away from my problems. <laughs> So many times when I hear, like, what you say, like, I wish I could just be, like, come into, like, I, I wish I, there, I had, like, a, a a circle of, like, queer women to, like, introduce you to so that you knew what it's like. Not to say that, like, all women are nice, because I know that, like, not all women are nice, but, like, the women that I've been around, they're, like, so nice. You get a lot of compliments. You get, like, emotionally fulfilled every time you meet up. It's, like, this mm. long, like, every time, every time I tell you, like, when I'm hanging out with, like, um... A friend who's like a woman or like somebody who was who was raised as a woman and then we have like 10 hour yeah. <laughs> long like hangouts and it's like it's like you know there's like a therapist portion and then a lunch <laughs> portion and then a dinner portion. I mean that's kind like, of like how meeting. our hangouts are too. So yeah it's true. It's true. Um but uh, I feel like we kind of got derailed. This is Angie's time yeah. to how I feel ugly because it's like since I don't participate as a man I <laughs> I don't I don't know. Um, and I think, again, we live in, like, that's the whole thing. Am I cis or do mm-hmm. we just live in a society? It's like, we live in a society. I don't want to participate mm-hmm. in both. <laughs> I don't want to play. Do you feel like, do you feel like you're discouraged to um, really dress the way that you would want because of how people react to you? Wait, rephrase that sentence? Like, what do you mean? Do you feel like you're discouraged from dressing how you really want to dress because people are not encouraging um or how, how people people like see I, you when you I dress get that it. way um i think it's like i, I want to know how i would want to know how to i think it's like i guess because it, it, it that is an interesting thing it's like if i'm not like encouraged if like if i don't go out and try to find, wear nice clothes or something like that or that's another thing like masculine clothing is also just like not that varied so it's very hard to wow people but then you know bright colors is always interesting and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but it, when people just like oh okay and then that's it i'd be like okay yeah so it's like it's very easy as like a non-buff guy to just blend into the background Mm. And it's like, and then you like people who guys who go to the gym and they could just literally wear like pajamas and they'll be like have compliments all over them. Nothing mm. wrong with working out or anything, you know, how, live a healthy lifestyle, but that is just the masculine standard. But I think it, it, um, it's not really like the interest in like somebody being fit that like, it's, it's more the interest in like somebody being buff, which I think is like, you know, that's different. Because like you said, like, you are, like, a fit person. You do work out, like, regularly, but you're yeah, not, but I still like... got, like, a belly and stuff that doesn't go away. Yeah. I'm a 31-year-old. Yeah. That shit happens. Unless it's, like, I completely change my diet and, like, yeah. cut all my Cuban food, which will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lose this belly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Again, um... I feel like that's the whole thing. I just have a negative opinion on my own appearance. And mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to get out of it. At least it's like when I hear you and you experimenting and you try to figure out, like, go, Noemi. You actually do that. But it's like I put anything on and it's like, well, it's just another pig in different clothes. And I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. why bother? Um, mm-hmm. And that's just how I like feel like 
it doesn't because that's the whole thing isn't a clothes supposed to be an expression of you and it's supposed to spark like yeah. Ooh. but when i wear clothes i'm just the most i'll get is like i don't hate it <laughs> that's all you know, i felt really i felt really bad about clothes for like a really long time yeah like, I, I hated everything that i would wear yeah um except for like so i had this like oversized like cropped sweater that was like it was like white with like uh gray stripes and like that was my favorite shirt to wear because it was like baggy enough that i didn't feel bad if i was like bloated from like a meal and it just <laughs> looked really good with like my favorite black jeans and that was mm. like my most basic outfit and like it also had like really long sleeves so it would cover my hands and like that's what i really that's really what i liked you but like i to be covered yes why um, if I have long sleeves and I don't know, I I like my hands to be like warm. Ah, okay. Yeah, but I I felt really shitty around like clothes for like a really long time. Um, and I mean, still now, there are a lot of times like I'll try, like when I'm shopping, I have to stop myself because I'll see something and I'm like, and I'm like, that's not your body type. It's not gonna look good on you. And I have to walk away from like whatever it is that like, you know, whatever clothing, um clothing article like looks good on like the model like i have to scroll away and be like that's not for you um yeah but there's like very few clothes actually are modeled with a average body type most of them are like yeah that's why it's it's so hard to like people that's why it was so hard to shop for me for like a while because like for a really long time like i didn't want to i didn't want to acknowledge my boobs and they're they're pretty they're pretty much out there they're they're very like okay anyone that has seen me in real life like they're out there you know they're i I have a question um yeah okay since we're talking about gender do you feel like the clothes that you wear that are traditionally ugly quote-unquote do you feel like you like them because they cover predominantly the more feminine aspects of your body yes (laughs) okay cool (laughs) that was no it was never a question i i hated do you hate the feminine um, aspects of your body or do you just hate your body neither i mm-hmm. i hate people's reactions to it oh. i i hate that like because i have big boobs like people are like they'll see me under a different light mm, they'll see true. me they'll talk to me differently mm-hmm. when i dude i used to oh my god i used to go to church with my mom and those men at church oh god like yeah, but they're men Fuck if <laughs> if i like if i wore something like form-fitting at at church or something that even showed like you know that collarbone like region mm-hmm. i would get like these long stares these long looks like as we were walking down like the aisle for like church and like my mom likes to sit in the front so as we were walking like i would see people look at me and like it just made me feel so weird because i'm How like old i just are you want when this was happening dude i was young like yeah that we worked through that trip when i was like i well not young but i was like 18 19 mm, like 20 like around me. that time yeah, like i was i was a young young adult like mm. young you know and like and you could tell because my face looks very young like i've had so many people um so many men like stop me and they're like hey you look 12 or you look 14 but they'll still flirt with me ew yes i love being a woman (laughs) but it's stuff like that that like it's not that i don't like looking good i just don't like feeling unsafe and if a guy if a guy sees my boobs and i can't tell if it's like a it's like a light appreciation or like a light admiration or it's like it's like a predatory type of admiration like 
I don't feel safe to like show it every day. Not only that, but it's like um, a lot of times like the context that you saw me in was like in school. And I'm like, I'm not going to show my boobs in school because I, I know that they're big. I know that they're there. And it's like 90% men. And it's like, and 90% men that are like from ethnic backgrounds, which means that like they probably have like their fair share of like slut shaming. Yeah. Um, and then even though it's like, all entangled in like desire i don't want to be part of that like yeah, i don't want i don't want to be like oh my god the amount of times that i've had like hookups with guys and like their heads like spin because of like my boobs and i'm like that's great in the moment but it's like i never want that out like I, I think like a lot of times for a girl since we're on creative perspective can we talk about um well i don't have that much experience and you i have think, some i think <laughs> I have some, but like not enough um to maybe one, maybe one person. Okay. But um I don't have that much experience to and then plus women aren't that open sexually to for me to know. If that makes sense. Like if a guy sees something that like he likes, he j he'll just say it. It doesn't matter like what the context is, who's around him, like he'll just say it. Women are more way more reserved. Mm -hmm. Um so got it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but... No, it's okay. You were talking um, about, like, men. It's like, yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Says the gay guy. Yeah, but it's like, when I talk about men, it's about my sexuality and my identity. When you do it, it's like about, like, the I'm patriarchy. I'm like, I hate men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the oppressiveness of men. Men suck. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so that's why I was like... Uh, now but, but okay let let me let me do like an updated like view so yeah like now for my body and stuff like that i understand that the way that i dress is like me taking control in some way shape or form so it's like when i go out and i dress in a certain way that like exposes my body like that is a decision that i'm making and I also understand that I don't have to accept everything that comes as a result of that. And I think that like as a kid or like as a younger person, I felt really trapped and like, like I wanted to feel good in my body and I wanted mm. to, to feel proud of my body, but all of the reactions that I was getting was making it very hard. Nowadays, like it's easier for me to just be like, no, you're disgusting. And I'm walking away now. Yeah. Um, or I'll just wear a jacket. And then it's like, when I see somebody staring at me on the train, which did happen, oh, um, I'll just cover up. And then I'm like, I'll stare at you so that you feel guilty. And if you don't feel guilty, you're not going to see my boobs anymore. That's just end of story. Because they're mine. So, yeah. It's just stuff like that that I think I have just taken like ownership over my body. And I'm just uh -huh. like, you know what? I just need to work with it. It's not my body's fault that like society has a lot of opinions about it. So. I was because it's interesting because it's like cause the, <clears throat> this topic is about gender, but mm -hmm. it's like it. It's not like you have like gender dysphoria or anything. It's because it's like you live in a society that gave you mm -hmm. shit about it. It's mm -hmm. not like you did personally dislike it. But yeah. there's there's a distinguished difference. Like I, that's the reason why I'm like I feel not I, I feel ambivalent about my gender. I figure like mm. I could go either way. I don't really care. I don't know. Whatever. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like since I follow a lot of like trans and non-binary people, mm -hmm. they they do describe their experience of like either dysphoria 
or feeling more at home with Wonder. Like, or one person described it as like they were working in a. It felt like they were working in the wrong job their entire life, and then when they finally mm. changed their job, it felt like everything was so much easier. So it's like mm-hmm. I never felt like I was in the wrong side of anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't and I don't hate my. I hate my body in the same kind of context that you do in the sense that like you get like bad negative rep. I don't get acknowledgement, even mm-hmm. though I, so mm-hmm. it almost comes across as like, Oh, I guess it's not that important based on a societal sense, but I do enjoy I mean, my mass, my male body. I do. Yeah. I, I do like having a penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> a dick's fun period. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think like what I had to, what was really uncomfortable for me for like for a while, like when I would look at my body and then I, I didn't want to dress mm-hmm. feminine. I didn't want to dress any way that like would, uh, quote unquote, like look good on my body. Cause I, I mean, I've been told by people yeah. that I have a nice body, which means that like, you know, there's a certain way that you dress for it, which is like, uh, like you accentuate certain features. Yeah. And I didn't, first of all, I don't like any of those clothes, regardless of whether they're like on me or somebody else. Um, you just don't like so, the style? Or like I just them? don't like the style. I really just don't like the style. And then on top of it, like, I would think about it. And then I also felt like I was dressing my body wrong. Like it felt like any other option that wasn't like accentuating my curves or whatever was like the wrong option to dress. And then at some point I was like, fuck it. I have to live with this body. And, um, I don't want to wear these clo- I don't want to wear these clothes and then I think like in between all the- all of that like I started thinking about my body as just being my body and not being like a woman's body not being like a desired body not mm. being like all of those connotations like I had to like insulate my view of my own body and I was like you know what boobs look nice sometimes and they could just look nice for me like I just need to make sure that I'm okay with the way that I look and that's all I need to like manage uh-huh. you know um, instead of like thinking like, oh, if I show my boobs, like, will people think that I'm a slut or like, what does this person think? Or like, what does society say? Like, I don't, I can't manage it. I don't care. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, I guess I kind of would feel the same way um, when it comes to like how, I mean, I could take honestly with like 30 years of just like people with, like few compliments and nothing else just like mm-hmm. it's there um i just sort of like okay i'm i'm just gonna put on the most comfortable shit or like mm-hmm. the thing that i think is like cute and mm-hmm. then if like if nobody gives me a compliment at the very least i say like i tried and then i just try not to let it get to me mm-hmm. um but you see like conv- i think on the other side of things like as a as a woman or somebody who appears to be a woman um I've worn comfortable clothes that are just like a t-shirt or like yeah you can um, <laughs> no like I no but people will tell me like oh you don't you don't dress up or like you just yeah like they do care. that sometimes or yeah um, I, get I it. had like my first boyfriend that was like that was like oh you're so um hell-bent on like dressing like a guy like stuff like that when I was just wearing like a button-up shirt and you know so, like, what? Stuff that like is that. true it is true because it's like girls have to put that extra effort, and guys, yeah. like, it doesn't matter if you put the extra effort in this guy because you. It really not, doesn't matter. It doesn't. Yeah, and that's the annoying aspect about the whole thing, and I think it's like maybe because it's like 
I felt maybe it was like part of that is like, well, why do women get this attention and not the men? Like maybe I didn't put two and two together when I was younger. And then I sort mm-hmm. of just essentially, oh, it must be ugly because maybe I was comparing mm-hmm. myself to a feminine standard to something. Mm-hmm. I kind of, little, a little kind of was comparing myself to worlds, not to men. If I were to be honest, I, I think I did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I sort of internalized that concept. It's like, I must be ugly because I don't get compliments. Um, you know, but I, I think, think it's just like, like people being... just like commenting on like women because it's just, you know, yeah, bullshit. What were we going to say? I think as a kid, like I, I didn't understand like the need to look pretty all the time. Like I was there like, there isn't a just... need to look pretty all the time. If it's just, if it's for other people, who gives a fuck? If it's for yourself, that's one thing. No, I mean, this is, like, an evolved, like, way of thinking, but it's, like, if I'm going to church with my mom and then I'm wearing just jeans, like, my mom is, like, do not wear just jeans. Like, you need to dress up. And I'm, like, I'm, like, for what? Who cares? Like, for who? Jesus wore and it's four like, clothes. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's, like, if you want to be, like, like God, like wear the that. crappiest shit you have. <laughs> no, dude, it's, like, stuff like that. Like, I'll, I'll go and visit one of my aunts and then she'll be, like, oh, my God, you're wearing, like, lounge clothing. And I'm, like, I've been in my car for, like, hours. I don't know what you want me to say. Nah, you know. it is it, it is a double standard when it comes to that. Yeah, thing. And it's interesting that it's the women that usually. Well, you also said, dude, <laughs> I saw um I saw this one video that like one of my aunts like shared with me and my two other like cousins, mm-hmm. and it was basically like this lady on Facebook. Um, but she has a big following. But um, she was on Facebook and she was like, she was like, ladies, I just need to talk to you. Oh God, what is it that I see whenever I go to airports? or to the diner, or like anywhere. It's like girls that are, you know, they're not dressed up, they're not wearing makeup, they're not like, their hair isn't done, they're wearing like their bonnets and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, can you just let people be people? Can you just, like, at the end of the day, like somebody dresses up, what does that do? I think it's because it's like, probably, I think it's like, the same way it's like they internalize it too, the women, and that respect mm-hmm. is like, I have to do all this stuff to play along this game. How come other people don't? And it's that just kind don't of bullshit do it. that kind of like- I'm like, if you're mad about it, just don't do it. Yeah, you don't have to do it. Yeah, if this is a game, if this is triggering you, and that sounds like a trigger response. I'm um, like, go to the therapist, yeah. stop doing it. I was like, why are they gonna, like in diners and airports not dressed up? Because they're at the fucking airport. It's probably like three in the goddamn morning. <laughs> right? Shut up. <laughs> it's like god damn i'm probably gonna be there in my pajamas and i'll be like let's go where are we okay <laughs> we're like really heading into we're like really trying to like i don't know uh, i think it's what's because it called? this was supposed to be like gender identity and we talk yeah. more about how society since we like live in like yeah we live in like like you know minority households and in um uh like caribbean lifestyles and all that kind of garbage that Mm -hmm. we realize like coming to this conversation i realized it's like gender is pushed upon us way it's way more prevalent in that kind of sense that we're supposed to participate in a gender role even my very like accepting mother always put like when she's pushed to her edge and angry like you're supposed to be men you're supposed to be the ones in charge and i'm like okay honey okay yeah okay i mean yeah she does that sometimes yikes you know it's like that's still ingrained into this whole situation that and Mm -hmm. especially like it's very 
ubiquitous in our cultures of this concept of gender. And the fact that like, even for us to even like question us puts our own gender identity in like sort of sort of crisis. Like, oh, I don't want to do like typical masculine or like uh, like sports or um, th- or being the one in charge or whatever the hell they say. That mm-hmm. must mean that I'm a girl. And then I internalize it like, no, I'm just not participating in that antiquated view of gender. But then again, yeah. what kind of gender I do? And then it's like, we go back around and it's like, I just feel default. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like I, God gave me a penis. I'm like, okay, fine. It's, it, it, <laughs> it's like, I'll take it. Thank whatever. you. Whatever. <laughs> it, it's a nice one. So thank you. <laughs> I mean, okay. So I think, I mean, we talked a lot about this first well these first two questions um that were like oh yeah okay yeah we have and if it's the easiest option and then also we had another question that was kind of like you know body versus mind like as in when you have like a super femme body and like a gender neutral mind or like a super mask or not mask or not any gendered type of body and just like a gendered or maybe any other type of mind and stuff like that um, so we talked a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Let's do a hard pivot. Oh, yeah, because um, we just went on a tirade of complaining. Yeah, we were like gender society clothes. God, God damn it. Gender roles. It's <laughs> like, screw gender roles. Screw them. <laughs> yeah. Next question is, what is, or this is, I mean, it's not really a question. It's more like addressing the privilege that exists in appearing cis and feeling comfort in cisness mm. I, it's like it's in uh, the, let me see the privilege in appearing cis and feeling comfort in cisness 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 um it i i think it's like i don't know it's like i i feel like this is like there could be comfort when you play along with that role but then you could also end up like that lady complaining at the airport kind of mentality like sometimes it's pushed upon you and you don't realize it unless it's like you're truly comfortable in your cisness um which is like the way i approach it is like hell if i was born a woman i'll probably have the same kind of uh, opinion but reversed or whatever um that kind of like i'm default i don't really want to bother um Maybe, maybe not. A I default prob- woman is hard work, though. Yeah, it is. A default it, woman is, I like, like makeup. I'd probably be, like, resenting that a little. Probably knowing. I probably would. I would be, yeah. like, I'll be, like, on your side, like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I want to wear clothes that don't accentuate anything. Yeah. Um. Well, as a man, it's, like, I do want to accentuate things, you know? Um, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one thing is like guys is always like polo shirts or t-shirts and like it has to be like sort of the same fit. But it's like I like it's like I have nice legs because I jog a lot. But it's like mm-hmm. you, like gay culture, you wear short shorts. But I don't usually am around a lot of gay men. But it's like yeah, I do like wearing short shorts and just showing off mm-hmm. the legs. Yeah, it's like accentuating body parts that do work for me and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Which it's usually like men. You just the only thing you can accentuate is like muscles and like whoop de freaking do. Um yeah. but again so, like, I think your we're jawline. Yeah. Uh anyways, but the privilege I feel like it's like the privilege in appearing cis and feeling comfort in cisness. Like sometimes sometimes at least as a man, I know it's hard for a woman, but since it's like I could easily get away going outside into the grocery store 
without mm-hmm. getting anybody batting an eye in yeah. my pajamas. Nobody mm-hmm. will give a f- I could like literally steal shit as like mm-hmm. a Cuban in a Cuban store in pajamas. Mm-hmm. I'm invisible. <laughs> and that there yeah. is a comfort in that. Sometimes I don't want I don't want to do that because when I go outside of these goddamn walls, <laughs> <laughs> I I do want to like appear wearing nice clothes is nice. You know, yeah. or like something cute, even when it's going mm-hmm. to like the local grocery store and stuff like that, you know. Um, but it's like some days I have the privilege and I know I do that. I could just go outside the most ratchet shit ever and just like nobody's going to give a fuck at all. But. Gotta love the patriarchy. Yeah. It, it, it is like, and I, and I think it's like when it comes to the privilege of cis, it's like, it's like the privilege of being a man. It's just, yeah. Um, that, be, I think that's what honest. you actually meant by that question because it's like it participating as a woman in a, this society sounds like fucking cut my veins now. Sorry about that, but it's like hyper, hyperbole, hyperbole. But it's like, I get it. It's like too, it's too strenuous. Well, I think I think there's also a, another side of it because I don't know if there's any true comfort in being like a cis woman who is who appears like the traditional, um, you know, woman that's like put on a pedestal yeah. on your day to day because like that means that like you're getting probably getting a lot of like unwanted attention, yeah. um, and you're probably like because this I mean like- I hope not, but that could make you like the target of certain people and and stuff like that so i don't know if there's like true comfort in like appearing cis because like even for me appearing cis just means that like i'm accentuating like my body which makes me a target in a lot of situations um and puts me in a in a place where i'm not seen as an actual person just as like a carrier of boobs and butt you know so just walk around with boobs in your hands like i am the boob carrier i think a lot of times like guys will see women and they're like "Ooh, boobs and it's like no that's a person who happens to have boobs um so yeah i I do i do think that you're you're right because i i think like yeah i mean the thing is like i don't want to say i don't want to say that like oh the patriarchy benefits men so much because like you said like um you're yearning for things like emotionally yeah there is no um, emotional validation at all like yeah you're not getting because of like toxic masculinity and Mm -hmm. patriarchy and stuff like that but at the same time like um as a woman to like when uh, i'm getting like flashbacks from like when i was dating Mm -hmm. men and like they were like the kind of men that were into like Batman. marriage ideas yeah. like so many well, so many... I, think, I say eh, but i want to get married one of these days no but it's yikes it's yikes in that situation because so many times like when you appear as like a, a let's say like you're a woman and you're like you have like a, a strong uh foundation for like your career mm-hmm. or you have like uh you did like an important or like a brain heavy like type of major or um and also in addition to that you also dress yourself like very femininely you're like a very pretty um woman regardless of whether you you like wear makeup or or whatever a lot of times like at least in my experience when i was like participating and stuff like that like it was like a lot of toxic relationships that were seen as like the norm yeah for like heterosexual like relationships like the heterosexual there's a lot of like things that aren't that aren't that aren't safe about 
being a cis woman no. that are just like part of like the 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 fabric of being like a cis woman and like participating in like heterosexuality yeah so but good for you for being a man <laughs> i always talk about my privilege gotta check my privilege if they check it at the door no it's here it's with me i i don't it's, I have it's right next to me it, i don't need to put it at the door i'm privileged i take it with me get away it's like, i never leave it anywhere <laughs> exactly um it comes with me everywhere i go um which is i guess it's like that's the whole thing and when you i guess it's when you wrote these questions right i think it's like i think we're thinking yeah. more perspective of like as men because it's like when i'm thinking about it even when like yeah uh, when um for example well, i know okay here's an like he well, I know women who enjoy participating in that cisness of like the super feminine thing like that. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is like that also that cisness is also very, when it comes to women, it's very dependent on the age. And I also know like when they start aging, it's like they start going into that distress of like, when they don't even realize that that, that cisness or whatever the heck it is, they'll like mm -hmm. double down on that and freak out like, oh, I don't have. I need more makeup or I need to go into surgery and that kind of shit. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like the beauty standard or something like that. But it's um, just, yes. yeah. But I was, I... yeah. Go on. Go Sorry. On. I no, I, I think I also wanted to acknowledge that Damn. we're talking about like cisness in a very like um, cis man, like cis woman, like perspective. Yes. I think a lot of times like the, there's also privilege and appearing cis, and of course we're not qualified to talk about this. Nope. I just wanted to mention it and like acknowledge that it's a real thing. That like, um, I think this could go into, um, like appearing as cis could also go into like passing as like a transgender person. Yeah. Um, so I do think that like, but that's, you know, yeah. as people that, as somebody who I occasionally identifies as cis, you as well, like I think that like for us, there's, there might be sometimes like privilege in appearing cis, I think for other people that don't identify as cis, it's a little bit harder for them to navigate. Because yeah. here's the thing, like, it's like, you as a person, like, if you don't um, identify as cis, but a big part in, like, I guess, appearing cis to the world is how people, like, perceive you. So it's like, if people sometimes like don't perceive you as cis like that can also put you in like a very dangerous like situation oh is that yeah that's another different aspect about it yeah um, yeah that i feel like i mean of course we can't we, we can't it's like honestly we, we can't, can't talk about it but i wanted to acknowledge that i yeah there is an aspect because i don't know the whole idea of like being mistaken as a woman or something yeah. the most i'll ever get is like on the phone yeah but i think for me nothing. like i was wearing i was wearing like a puffer jacket like when it was like mm -hmm. winter um and i got into this uber and like my my everything was like covered like i was wearing a mask like i was wearing a beanie and i step into the uber and like the guy is like hello sir like where are you going You're yeah but i also acknowledge and then i was like haha that's funny but, but i know is, for some people it wouldn't be funny i think it's like we're kind of like i almost now that i'm thinking about it and putting it into that perspective and, mm -hmm. and connecting it to like how like the different videos and stuff I've seen about it, because yeah. cis, cis is was specifically done as a term as a count like an opposite to trans. So mm -hmm. it almost feels as like we shouldn't even use cis if there's no concept of trans in this conversation. I mean, we're still gonna use it because it's part of like the vernacular, and we've already done like an hour goddamn of this podcast saying cis. So 
if you have any yeah. complaints, put it down below and we'll engage. <laughs> but yeah. it is true that cis was a part, like, um, like I think it's like a particle, like a trans particle, and then like a cis particle, like opposites or whatever. And that's mm -hmm. kind of like how the word cis came up because mm -hmm. it was sort of responses like to. So, and then the idea of like appearing cis in that trans respect is like, you look like a cisgendered person, but mm -hmm, then there's always mm -hmm. the danger is like you look cis, but if they could clock you and figure yeah. out you're trans, then you're in yeah. danger. Yeah. And that's an yeah. experience that we, I will can't never, talk about. We can't talk about, which yeah. it does put a point, an aspect of this whole like conversation. Like there's going to probably be a part two wait, down the line. Yeah, I, I really want a part two. I really want a part two. Like, like honestly, movie. this episode is more like how is like isn't gender roles annoying? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it is starting to get. To, it's it's to more like of a gender role where, episode than a cisgender yeah. episode. I think I think like um, this episode is more from the perspective of like of like when you're at the entry point because I think a lot of times yeah like, usually when, this starts to that that journey when you acknowledge yeah. that. Because I think a lot of times, like, when I see um, influencers or, like, people that are, um, you know, on social media and stuff like that, like, it already feels like they've already... And I know that, like, um, feeling comfortable in, like, your identity as part of, like, the alphabet community is, like, not a linear process. But yeah. me, as a person who is perceiving them, like, through social media, it feels like they've already stepped into their identity. And, like, for me, as somebody who hasn't gone... Thor's like hasn't done like the leap yet I feel like this episode is coming more from that perspective of like we're looking at the garden but we haven't stepped well into and the it doesn't even have to be excuse me it doesn't have to be a leap either it could just be a gradual yeah. progression like for sure most for sure. of the transgender journeys that I see online it is like a years and years and years and years yeah. process yeah. of like you see somebody slowly incorporating more of the their new of their actual identity or their newer identity as they gradually mm -hmm. move on and, and they, mm -hmm. so it is true um i guess it's like i think what the, we were originally going to do this episode is like maybe and i guess it's like yeah yeah for us like it's like are we no it's yeah. like i think we're so caught up in the gender roles that our parents pushed upon us that we honestly, our own instance, we never, I never, and you never actually like wanted to participate in those ideas. We're like, well, where does that leave us? Because I'm still well, in that area. I'm still here in Cuban Central. So I'm like, where does that leave me? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's weird now because I think once my perception of myself changed, I, w I was actually more, I'm more, um, I'm able to like participate in like feminine things now. Like mm. I bought um, clothes that were like more feminine and I've been, or like more feminine in a way where like, it's not super like flowery feminine. It's just like a different, like it's like things that are form fitting, things that like show my body and stuff like that. Um, I'm more comfortable with those things, but I think it has a lot to do with like the, my outlook on my own mm. body. Like I think when I, again, I mentioned this like earlier, but I think like when I was looking at my body and I was like, Ooh, like this is a woman she has like a woman's body and I have to like behave in this way and I have to, do this and like shave my legs and I have to make sure I look good and blah 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 once I shed those things and then I was like this is just a body that I have to take care of and then occasionally it can look good and if I decide that it's not going to look good then it won't look good 
I and like I put the decision in my hands I think like that made me feel a lot better about it so I mean I guess funny enough like having a non-gendered view on my body made me more able to participate in gendered things because I don't get triggered anymore I guess um I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a pro. I think it's like the conclusion we should make is like the, and it almost seems it's like in, when it comes to like our cultures and stuff like that, that they push upon. Yeah. Cause maybe they feel like if they don't push these ideas that mm-hmm. they'll deviate, but it's kind of interesting. It's like, you know, if we let ourselves explore or keep it in a gender neutral concept, we may be like, yeah, I do like my curves or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. like my shape. My, yeah my muscles or what no like i don't mind my body i just no, like I, said, I, I just like really don't <laughs> um i just really don't like what how it's seen yeah or yeah me too. the same thing yeah yeah um, so that makes me feel weird sometimes um interesting i feel like this conversation started somewhere ended up in a different topic yeah i feel like we should even just change the title instead of a little a little bit a little bit because i i wonder if we're being naive and like thinking that like this has to do with being cisgendered Mm. um because i think we were looking at it from a perspective of like oh am i cis or like um versus like non-binary when i think that like a lot of people take it am i cis versus trans you know like so yeah i i think it's like when i came into this idea it's like i i realized it's like i'm not i know how that trans the trans journey is mm-hmm. and then like i'm not that but it's like i never yeah. understood like where do i stand and like i understand this conversation helped and it made me understand like i coming from a very gender roles society-based mm-hmm. mentality when it comes to gender um, mm-hmm. even in the most progressive cuban circles gender roles still play a part um mm-hmm, to some degree sure. um, and i'm sure you sure. could say the same thing for haitian circles um yeah and i do think we're, we are not even that whole aspect because it's an aspect we don't know um yeah for but sure. i think we did do a good conversation when it came to like gender mm-hmm. um, we love a good conversation yeah. um so i mean it's already an hour and 23 minutes yeah so I think we're gonna end it now. And, oh, I do want to say. Okay, in case we're not gonna end it now, and we're gonna continue. <laughs> Go on. No, I just want to say. No, no, continue. If now, you're somebody like you're a listener, and you have some kind of experience with your gender, either like your cis or non-binary or trans or anything in between all of those things or outside of all those things, and you want to share your story, you can always. Put it on our instagram yeah which by the time this episode is up yeah we will time- have an instagram yeah so we, we should <laughs> i mean we have one right now but we'll post yeah but then. like by then it should be like flowing this is gonna be a yeah like this is definitely the episode i want this is like we have this is like our sixth episode this is we mm-hmm. want i want engagement in this episode because yeah this is a good point of like perspective we're only two queers in very um gender-centric um yeah. cultures environments yeah yeah and so the concept of like actual like non-binary does seem not alien but does seem like far like 
That's like that's like, in a different I'm, state. <laughs> that's in I a different country. That, like, I just don't think that like you and I have like a good idea of what that even looks like. No, we don't. And I know that like everybody's like gender uh, journey looks different, but we don't have a gender journey to like even think of to like as a rubric or as a like a I reference. Mean, our gender like journey has always been going against the norms that were set upon us because it's like yeah and i do that in so many different ways just by existing like even if i conform breathing (laughs) it's more than enough for you it's not conform you're you're not conformist breathing (laughs) yeah Yeah. but anyways that's all i wanted to say so if you have something to say yeah um, you know find us tell us yeah call us out like you guys don't know shit about gender and i i mean we would not because we don't we don't it's (laughs) like Educate us. Educate yeah. others. I mean, I would like it to be peaceful and fun. Well, <laughs> I want to say you don't have to educate anybody, but if you want to share, you know, share. We're willing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't have to educate anybody. That's yeah. true. That is annoying when people ask you to educate, but also, like, sometimes it's like you want to educate people. It's like I'll end up in the comments and you're like, there's not enough characters. <laughs> it's like, I wanted to educate you on the fact that you're an idiot. Yeah. You don't know anything that you're talking about. Um, I feel like, I mean, you know, that's the whole thing, and I, I like to end on this note, is this concept that, like, the L- it is very hard, because the LGBT community, the alphabet, the alphabet mafia, is literally so many different identities and yeah. different minorities that, in all honesty, have nothing in common with each other. Like, let's be honest. The only reason that we're here is because we're all minorities, and we just, like, we need power, and the only way we could have power is with each other. The same way, like they do it with Hispanics, that they put all Hispanics together. It's like that all Hispanics low-key hate each other, but it's like they have to come together. And it's like you have to acknowledge the fact that it's like, you know, the L's, the G's, the B's, the T's, the A's, the I's, the Q's have nothing. <laughs> they, they, they actually yes. I I saw a story on Instagram the other day, yes. and then it was like this guy who was like calling out complaints from gay guys because gay guys have been seeing lesbians at gay bars but then they assume that like the women are interested in like the guys and then they're like but this is a gay bar like why are you here and then the guy who was responding to that was like have you ever considered that like women can be queer too like women can be lesbians and then i was just sitting here and i'm like can't we have anything can't we just coexist like that's all we we can do coexist but it's like the same way like you have different experiences for me you know, mm-hmm. we have different experiences than non-binary people, trans yeah. people, and it's like we yeah. don't want to speak for them. But then, yeah. luckily for us, our podcast is called Queer Perspective, and we want to hear about all the queer perspectives. Yeah, so leave us some comments. <laughs> uh, okay, so this has been fun. Uh, yes. And enlightening for both of us, I think. Um, ish, ish. I, I, I understand where my gender ideas come from and it comes from a very cuban sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but and i didn't i don't think i've acknowledged that before but now mm. I um yay we love learning yeah <laughs> so anyways catch you guys next time bye, bye. thanks for tuning into this episode of queer perspective we would love some feedback, so please leave reviews wherever you're listening to this podcast or on Instagram at Queer Perspective Pod. Thank you.